where are your goals set for this year? A goal of mine is for all of us to close over a hundred listings total. Does a commercial real estate agent make more money than a residential real estate agent? Are you yeah. confident for listings in this market? Like you're like, that's money? Oh yeah. Listings is the name of the game right now. Have yeah. you ever made a contract in your pajamas? Of course. Dude, I do like <laughs> so much business from my bed. My goal is to find value at properties, beautify it, put tenants in it, fill it, and just get out of it. Most of the time it's probably not even an agent problem. It's just the market. The market mm. is so crazy right now. And I feel bad. You can always keep chasing clientele in real estate yeah. and you will always just keep chasing. If you want true financial freedom, you have to own something. I get the rush from actually closing the deal. You know what I mean? You never know where one deal will lead to another. So I work with anyone. And it hit me for a minute. I'm like, why am I rushing it trying to get to the market quick when we really aren't that ready? It's been on market for like 120 days. It's like $100,000 overpriced. Holy. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. A really big tip that is working a lot right now is I have all of my clients write handwritten letters. What's going on, everybody? I hope you're all having a beautiful day and we are welcoming all of you I'm welcoming you. Ben's welcoming you yes. to what? 2022. Right Let's there. Go. We, hey, the best year. The, the best year. This is going to be the best, the biggest, and the most prosperous year for us and for every person watching this. We want to wish you and pray for you that God makes this a very blessed year for you guys. That's what we're striving for. And on this channel, we strive for that as well because we share the five-letter word. Do you know what that five-letter word is by now? That five-letter word? I, I should know by now, right? You have to. It, what is uh, it? It's value, Karam. Value. That's all we try to give on this channel is we want to make sure you guys get value from what we share, what we do, what we know. And if we don't give value, then hit the dislike button, to be honest with you. Yeah, but it won't That's, count. I mean, oh yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't show up anymore, so ha! So just flip it and hit the like button. Yeah. Our best and our goal is to give you guys value. That's all we want. Now, for you guys who don't know, Ben's a luxury real estate agent, a residential real estate agent, and he's killing it on social media. To be honest with you, I consider you a social media star, in my opinion. Well, thanks, man. And you're doing it extremely well in that aspect. You're killing it in the real estate business. And for those who have that residential luxury social media aspect questions, that's where you would get the answers from, which is Ben. And then I, I myself, for commercial real estate, I'm a commercial real estate agent. I flipped over 50 plus properties. Today, I'm still doing that in real estate. And any question when it comes to commercial, investing and such, you would come to me on that. Now, that doesn't mean that questions you can ask Ben, you can't ask me, and questions you can't ask me, you can ask yeah. Ben. I, I might know a thing or two about commercial. I just confused everything. Everybody. But That's okay. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is you have it all here. Yeah. If that makes sense. We, we got all the bases covered. We got all the bases covered. There's a lot of things like the other day I was talking to Ben and I was asking him questions for the residential aspect because every deal you do, you learn something new. And what we try to do on this channel is to share with you guys everything that we've experienced. And if we know it, we share. If we don't know it, we'll get you guys the answers. Correct. Now we're jumping into 2022. Yes. Which is going to be a crazy year. Crazy. Year. And I'll be honest with you guys, Ben is the life of the party. He came with this. He came with the Happy New Year's up yeah, there. Man, we, we had some hats too, but... The hats, you know, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't we, fit on the head. Yeah. <laughs> the, the headphones make it kind of difficult. The headphones so, made it yeah. tough and... Uh, yeah. I, sometimes I don't trim my hair too much, so it just makes my head bigger, but it didn't work out. Yeah, but okay. check this. Anybody who's watching this, we want to ask you guys for a simple favor, which is to hit the free like button, to share this video, to comment in this video, and to subscribe. And those are like, Ben, they're like all within the same radius. Yeah, super easy to so, do. Yeah. So it's not a lot that we're asking for. And if you guys enjoy it, that's, you know, that's what we ask from you guys. Now, Happy New Year's to everybody who's watching this. That's number one. And number two, Ben. 
Congratulations on your closing. Thanks, man. So and I know you're strong. I know that you closed on a property literally the day before the new year started. Right. Yeah. And that is huge in my opinion. Yeah. Ending the year, basically ending it strong, where people take vacations. People, I don't. They don't call it quits, but they're like, hey, sure, it's time they, to vacate. They kind of take their. Uh, foot off the pedal exactly yeah. and you didn't do that and you yeah. hammered it at the end of the year and what i want to start off with saying is ending the year strong and starting the year right which yeah. is also essentially starting it strong is everything super important what's your thoughts on making sure that you don't take your foot off the pedal and you keep hammering it even when the year comes to an end even if you had a killer year yeah man i mean it's like we just said it's like if you want to start the new year strong then you need to end the previous year super strong nice so, and i mean I've, I've just been so busy that i literally could not yeah. take my foot off the gas so that's i love that's it. definitely a blessing too now w people who take off and do the vacations or the relaxations and stuff there's nothing wrong with that but mentally prepping yourself for the next year, not just mentally, but physically doing the actions, I think is, is super important. Yeah. Um, you know, personally myself, and I know Ben, because we've been working a lot together on things. We started our 2022, maybe two, three months ago. For me specifically speaking, two, three months, maybe even more than that. Prepping mentally, physically, and just arranging things for the year. Yeah. So if you guys haven't done that and 2022 is already here, that's no problem. Just start it strong. Yeah. You're still a couple days in. Yeah. Start it as strong as you can. Now, we want to share some success stories with you guys. Now, what I mean by that is I've had some successes in December. I know that you've had those. And I want to just share the successes to motivate those who are watching. I want to share the successes if it's a new client, if it's a potential new listing, if it's a closed deal just like you did. Yeah. Um, things that as real estate agents happen for us that's a success towards the end of the year in December that helps us kind of jump into the new year. Do you want to go first or me? I mean, yeah, December was a huge month. November yeah. was a great month. Uh, December, I think I closed eight eight or nine deals. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, talk Good about job. ending the year strong. <laughs> and then job. I already have 14 lined up for next year. Nice. So yeah, dude, I'm, I'm on fire right now. So when you have all these deals and all these uh, closings coming up there's a ton of dates you have to kind of keep up with um do you just feel sometimes overwhelmed with all this going on nope i'm used to it now really? I, i'm used to the craziness yeah wow i, I have it. become one with the crazy do you have like a <laughs> do you have a time that you just take off for the day like it's 7 8 p.m and you're just like i'm done for the day i guess uh i'll take time off when i can you know what i mean mm. i don't necessarily have a set time because you know sometimes at seven and eight i'm still working on contracts and stuff or you know i'm talking to so-and-so yeah. Um, so whenever I can make time, I, I definitely make time because that's important. Um, but have yeah. you ever made a contract in your pajamas? Of course. Yeah, nice. I, I, dude, I do like so much business from my bed. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. I so, love that. Yeah. Sometimes I just think of funny things, and I think uh, it's fun to share yeah, them. That, so that's probably how most realtors. I mean, most of us probably. I mean, you, there's uh, Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. He's uh -huh. literally in a suit from the top, yeah. and he's in boxers from the bottom. Nice. But his camera just shows up top. Yeah. But he got a guy who just shoots B-roll, literally showing he's in his boxers, oh which is gosh. hilarious. You would try to hide that. Nice. We heard the funny Zoom calls and stuff where people just stand up and they're like, "Crap, they forgot." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's how it is. For me, I had. Uh, I had a guy, uh, not a guy, a person reached out to me on Instagram, which okay. is, he's maybe a 20 something year old. Nice. He goes, my dad's struggling to sell his mechanic slash car dealership. Okay. He goes, the agent he had maybe a year or two ago couldn't get the job done, so he took it off market. Um, the pandemic hit, he lost six of his employees, and he just basically like, I think you're the guy to do it, can you meet with my dad? 
I didn't think much of it. Mm-hmm. I just told him, tell me the details, send me things to my email, let me see if I can make something happen. Long story short, yesterday I show up to the mechanic slash dealership, uh-huh. the dad's there, the business was not too, like it wasn't too busy at that time, sure. and we just chatted it up for 10, 20 minutes. Right in front of his dealership uh-huh. is a dealership I helped my client buy. Oh, nice. We bought that one for 1.6. Okay. Right beside that dealership got me a brand new shopping center listing that's nice. a 10,000 square foot building. Nice. So check this, that's that dealership I helped buy, I had the knowledge of comps. Sure. Then the property beside it, I have my sign sitting right there that says my name. Yeah. We have eight Good by enough. four signs, which is yeah. big. Yeah. So when I was standing with that potential client, I was like, oh, I closed that and there's my sign right there yeah. in front of him. That's perfect, dude. Talk about credibility. Yeah. It hit it right there. He was like, this is the guy. We spoke the same language, and just today we were talking, discussing, and I sent him the listing agreement to get it signed. Nice. And then there was another deal that's in Watauga, Texas. Okay. Um, I got into the deal a little bit late. This guy sees my, this is social media, by Co- the way. Commercial deal? Commercial Two? deal, yeah. Okay. Um, I got into this one late. So look, this is the power of social media, and if anyone can attest to that as you, is he sees me posting stuff about properties and whatnot. Yeah. He messages me, hey, I've been in negotiations for one, two, three property. Um, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And I gave him a ton of value, Ben. Nice. Like just free value. Yeah. Which and, is what we do. Which is what we do. Yeah. And I didn't ask him to sign a contract or anything with me. Then I, after sending him all that, he saw value. I was like, um, let me represent you. Like, I got you. I'll represent yeah. you. He goes, yeah, there's no problem with that. I don't have anybody. He asks the owner if I, if I can represent him because the owner has his agent. And he goes, no. He goes, we're not paying commissions after we finish negotiation. Mm. Mm. Tricky. Right? Tricky. The deal is for about $700,000. Okay. It's a good size deal. And I still wanted to help the guy though. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'll try to do what I can. We, we kind of went back and forth multiple times. After he found out that that guy wasn't going to pay me, he literally said he'll cover my commission. Oh, wow. Like he's going to pay it out of the pocket? The whole thing out of pocket. Wow. And it hit me because... People, when they see value that you give them, they're happy to pay it. Yeah. If you're buying a property, anyone who's listening to this, if you're buying a property with a 15, 20, or 30 year loan, and you make one wrong decision on the purchase, or on the loan term, or on anything, you can be losing thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. So for him, he said, if I'm gonna it's have important. someone have my back and cover his commission, that's more value than anything. Nice. Those are two I think that are worthy of sharing. And then I got yeah. another listing. It was a residential listing. Look at you, man. You just got all these listings. Look at this. This is a residential yeah. listing. We listed it for 10 days on the market. Uh-huh. Not much traction happened like they yeah. wanted. We were overpriced a bit. And then they're like, keep it on the market, but we don't want anyone to see the house anymore. Interesting. Until we move out. Yeah. So we're just accumulating days on market, oh, okay. which sucks. Yeah. Um, so that one was a negative. But that let's let's kind of talk on that a little bit because there are some clients who will want to just outrageously price their properties because they they hear about how hot the market is. Yep. Yeah. There, um, there are some people like that. Let me tell you this, and let me see what you think. Uh-huh. Sometimes I just accept it. Yeah. I'm just like I'm I'm like I advise. Uh-huh. And I'm like, um, I think it's worth this much. Yeah. But if they really push on it and they want it. I tell them we'll give it two weeks. Uh-huh. We'll see the movement. If it doesn't do it, we're gonna have to dip. Yeah. But many times, and I, I experienced this, a trustworthy agent sometimes loses a lot of business. Do you have, do you feel, because the other agent will lie yeah. and say, we can get more. Exactly, that's 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 a common problem. You get sure. what I mean? Yeah. The other agent will, will kind of stiff you and be like, we can get more and we'll sell it in six days and look yeah. at my stats. That's a, that's a tricky one to kind of navigate. 
it's, yeah, it's they'll, they'll be like, well, this agent said that it's, we want to work with you, but this agent yeah. said that it's worth this much. And I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, you just have to give them what the market value is. You have to show them the comps. You have to do the best that you can. And yeah. you know, if it works great, if not, it just wasn't meant to be. Interesting. You know okay. I mean? I, we're, we're in the position where we can say no to business like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of newer agents who are just getting into the business, nice. they, they probably aren't in the position to do that. Got you. They're like, I'll take it for anything. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it, it all kind of depends on it, where you are in the it business. It could I hurt your, your reputation and credibility, assuming you take it and you don't really advise them enough that it should be yeah. lower and it just sits for two, three months. Yeah, not and, a good look. And then they fire you, it's horrible. You know what's so funny? Now now that I'm thinking, I'm about to list a, uh, a townhome in McKinney nice. and there's one um, in the same complex, it's just a little bit bigger. It's been on market for like 120 days. It's like $100,000 overpriced. Holy. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. Like, Aren't y'all gonna realize like yeah. that's a long time in this market? So you're so. coming in a lot cheaper than that? Yeah. It's it's not really com- a uh, comparable property just because it's a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, but same complex and everything. It's just way overpriced. Okay. Way overpriced. Um, so the market, in my opinion, maybe three, four, five months ago, and you mm-hmm. can speak more on that for the residential aspect. I think almost if you had a good property and whatever you listed it as, almost 80, 90% it was actually selling. Yeah. Within reason. Yeah. But like talk Frisco, Prosper, McKinney, Salina, Anna, like Dude, your areas. I saw a beautiful property get listed today in Salina. Like gorgeous property. Like I would love to live there. Wow. I just, I know that thing's going to go for like two, $300,000 over ask price. Holy. It's, dude, it's gorgeous. Be- uh, huge home on a lot of land um, and in Prosper, which is just on fire right now. What's your swag? So when you say it's gorgeous, what- My swag? What, like what attaches you to say it's a gorgeous home? Yeah. Is it like a kitchen, the backyard? No, the- just, it, it was like literally- it, so it was on land. I like being on land. Um, okay. It was a good sized home, newer home, just like all the finishes and everything. Like mm-hmm. beautiful property, pool, nice. like anything you can need. It so like it. a nicely done property. Yeah. Was it a new build you said? Uh, newer. It was like a 2017. Nice. I believe. Yeah. Nice. I like that. When you get the newer builds, you get like the new, all the MEPs, like mechanical, electric, plumbing, all, all that new stuff. I just know it's going to go way over ass price. Two, three hundred though? Yeah. It's on like uh, three acres. Ooh. Yeah. That's why. How far would you say that's from like maybe Legacy West or like the Frisco Plain area? From Legacy West, that's probably 25 minutes, 25, 30, I would say. So it's still within the prime region? 100%. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, we're talking about um, overlisting properties. We're talking about, you know, some successes that we've had in in November, December. That's crazy how you said eight listings that you've closed in a month. It's crazy how you got some pumping into 2022. Yeah, too many deals. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. And I think that you going into 2022 with 14 listings that are going to keep growing gives you confidence to go into that year. 14 things already contracted that are like going to close. And then I already have four new listings that are coming early January. Nice. Are you confident for listings in this market? Like you're like, that's money. Oh yeah. Money. That's money in the bank. Listings, (laughs) listings is the name of the game right now. I'm like trying to accumulate as many listings as I can. Cause I mean, they sell themselves, you know what I mean? As long as you price it right and you market it correctly, they, yeah, they just fly. And the the people of course trust you. So if they're like, we want 590 and you're like, it's 550, I'm sure that you'll, um, you'll kind of get that number because they know what you got. That's awesome. So now Ben, as, as 2022 is, is basically in we're talking about goals. Like what kind of goals are you setting? Have you set goals? Likewise to me, um, family, faith, uh, business, how much money do you want to make? How much closings do you want to have? Like kind of where, where are your goals set for this year? Yep. So I have two team members now. 
Nice. Yeah, dude. Congrats. Um, That's awesome. A a goal of mine is for all of us to close over 100 listings total. Uh, We closed. As three agents? Yeah, three agents. Yeah. That's pretty. I'm probably going to carry 80% of that. And then, (laughs) um, you know, 10 and 10 or however it may be to the other two. Um, But yeah, they've been a ton of help. And I'm very excited to have them going into 2022. Do you sit down with them and be like, hey, guys, this is the vision. This is the goal. This is what we want to do. Um, And they're both so sharp, too. I mean, you know this. It's it's hard finding good people. 100%. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm stoked for that. That's awesome. So when you're looking at these listings, these 100 deals that you want to close, is it a numbers game or does it not matter? You'll sell a 50K property, a $10 million property? It's just, it's volume. I don't care what the the list price is or what the sales price is. And I know that you you put on on your social media a lot where you're like, look at me. I'm here with 150K home mm-hmm. look at me it's a million dollar home look at me it's a three million like you work in all price it's points. important because you can sell someone a 200k home and they know someone who wants to buy a million dollar home you never know where one deal will lead to another so i work with anyone yeah i love that yeah and I, I just love like to me the i get the rush from actually closing the deal you know what i mean the money mm-hmm. is great yeah but i just like closing deals man it's a great feeling it's like, like we got we got another one yeah, yeah. It, it feels good dude i love it that is awesome do yeah. you so when they have these there's like events and stuff you know when you're producing and you're doing that do you attend this stuff do you mix with this stuff no man i, I don't really go to other realtor events cuz it's like interesting i don't know dude it's just like a bunch of realtors in one room <laughs> and it's like that's your competition you know what i mean interesting so, yeah I, I don't really like going to events like that um but, you know when people are like vote for me and do this for me and and get this accolade and that like like so you don't really participate much in that kind of stuff I stay out of the mix dude nice i stay out of the mix I, yeah you just that's, perform. that's just how i always have been you're just um, performing but yeah dude so i want to close on at least 100 transactions next year i mean um we're, we're pretty much already there. Yeah. The, the time we're recording this. So right now it's New Year's Eve Eve. It's oh, December really? That, 30th. I saw yeah. that. I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. New Year's Eve Eve. So we're on the eve of New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. So when we post this, it'll be what? January 2nd or 3rd or 4th, something like yeah, that. January yeah. 4, January 4th. January 4th. It'll, it'll be early January. Um, yeah. So 100 transactions next year. Um, I close on right around 70 for 2021. Wow. Yeah. So I think a hundred is very, very doable. Very doable. I got to ask you this then. Yeah. You keep track. Uh It's not business, business, business. You are confused. What deals you close? Do you keep track of the address, the closing, the price, the the numbers or pretty um, much just the numbers i mean all the addresses that would be a lot of information okay um, but yeah but I, you keep track of like you close 70 so you know yeah, that yeah. do you keep track for it like tax purposes or are you keeping track to kind of look at hey i've done these numbers i want to perform better for, next year for all purposes yeah nice. yeah just for personal obviously for taxes because that's really important you don't yeah. want to get behind on taxes yeah um, yeah just for, just for everything i um, like that um, yeah. you know something that just him saying that is keeping track of your deals that you're doing to know that next year that he closed 70 and if next year he closes 58, he's not gonna be that happy because he's like, I closed 70. Dude, so I would be pissed. Yeah, I would you be know. pissed. Yeah, and it, uh, what is the saying? It's like, you can't um, improve on something if you're not tracking everything. Mm. So yeah, so okay, I, okay. I track everything so I know what I can do. To do, you, do you think you're addicted to, to winning? Yes. Seriously. Yeah, I like, love winning. Because you just said like you would be pissed. Yeah, I would be pissed. Someone yeah. else would. I would. But there's like literally there's, you know how like on a scale of zero to 100%, like it wouldn't even be on 0%. It would be on like a negative percent. There's no oh. way. There's literally no way that's going to happen. Like 
Dang, we're going to hit over 100 for sure. Going into 2022. Uh, dude, I'm so hyped for 2022. I'm like, I'm so <laughs> excited. I've never been like this excited to go into a new year. It's just like, I feel so good about it. You know I, what I mean, love and it's that. not just real estate. Like it's all these other things that we're working on. Yeah. Like I'm opening yeah. up a store. Mm -hmm. We won't go too in depth about that because I want it to be more of a surprise for when I announce it. Um, but yeah, I'm opening up a store. We've got the YouTube channel. I mean, nice. it's growing rapidly. We nice. we picked up 400 sub subscribers yeah. since yeah. our last video. So yeah. I mean, just everything the, that's going on, dude. I'm the, stoked. Listen to this. The store. I know you don't want to talk too much about it, but how much would you say your inventory you already got of that store? <sighs> Man, 60 percent of it, 70. Oh no, I, I have all 100 percent of it. Yeah, like it's ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm literally. We're we're gonna sign the lease for our next next no month way. yeah you're gonna help me dude that yeah. is awesome yeah you're dude. gonna help me on the commercial side that um, is awesome yeah, in january i'm gonna sign the lease for it i'm so proud of you dude that yeah. is crazy thank you and in 2022 this is literally him planning guys in december november october of 2021 yeah well and he the store the store i literally was planning that in june like, i was I gonna say that in june. i was gonna yeah. say that was even months before yeah. so the mentality of going into something strong is, is kind of what I'm trying to get across to, to everybody who's listening. Yeah, man. Um, for 2022, for me, so usually the night before, so like December 31st, 10 p.m., yeah. I typically write down my goals. Okay. So in general, I want to crush it. Of course. In specific, I really don't have exactly how it is because at the end of the year, I do it. So it's funny because two days ago, I was cleaning out my closet and then I found my 2021 goals. Oh, nice. And I was looking at that and I'm like, these were the silliest goals ever. Okay. Did you just crush them? It d demolished yeah, them. There you yeah. go. My and guy. some goals I didn't even tap into. Uh -huh. Like, you know, one of the one of the goals was uh, do the the garage flakes for your cars. Oh, the, like the, the, the epoxy floors? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've got a good company for that if you need someone. Nice, yeah, for sure, for you. sure. So it's I have these super small goals, but it's like, you know, you want to park your cars in a nice garage with sure. the flakes. So, but I didn't do that. So I was like, I'm not mad. Like, that's not really like a goal. Yeah. I had goals. I was like, I need this much money in the bank account. I hit that. I was like, I need to have this many subscribers. I hit that. I need to have. So, you know, a lot of those goals were hit. But at the end of the year, and, you know, I think one or two more days, I'm going to actually tee it up. But at the end of the day, you know, Ben specifying on 100 uh, deals. At least. At least. Yes. Which, personally, I know he's going to do that and he's going to top that. Um, for me, it's it's not that specific. It's just to crush it in every yeah. aspect for, yeah. for almost every deal that I work and I do. Um, so that's what goal setting is, guys. Being someone who actually looks at what they want, chases it, attains it, and knows that it's somewhere that they want to get to. Yeah. Um, you can't just say that you want to win and not know how to win. Yeah. Right. And that kind of contradicts what I just said, where I just want to crush it. But I, in, in two days, I'll actually have it specified. Um, you want to actually write down what it is that you want to do and then go after it. But you already know how to win. So you can kind of you can nice. kind of do it like that. You know what I mean? I hear you. Yeah. I hear you loud and you, clear. You've you paid your dues, you've been in the business for years. Like you nice. know what you're doing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um so we have that for you guys. Now look, we're gonna transition into this. Ben, what is the Haram. easiest deal you ever closed? Okay. And how much did you make from it? Now, an easy deal could be I made a thousand bucks literally doing nothing. Yeah. And this is I already have my easiest deal in my mind. I know mind. Mine, mine is probably pretty similar to yours, a, a new construction deal, because some of those can be so easy. Okay. Let me think of another one though, that um, is not a new construction, just so I can have a good story for it. For me, it was a new construction, but now you say think of another one. So whoever didn't hear, as Ben's thinking, the new construction one, client calls me, we're buying a house in Austin. We want you to look over the contract, $752,000 house. I look over in five, 10 minutes and I made like, what is it? 3% on 752. Yeah. Like 
22-something. Yeah, something like that. 22-something thousand. And I, I'm not kidding you. It didn't show up to closing. Didn't really have to CC in many Super emails. Easy. Like yeah. it was water. I uh, I had some land that I literally, I stuck the sign in the yard. Yeah. I was driving home and someone <laughs> called me. They're like, did you just stick your sign in the yard? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, is it on market yet? No. Like yeah. I literally just put my sign in the yard and they, they paid all cash for it. Oh, like that's my, nice. Uh, my seller was like, are you kidding me? Like this is insane. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, really easy. That that one just closed too. That one closed like maybe a week and a half ago. Good job. Congrats. Yeah. So I that, love it. That was a really easy one. That was one. easy one? Yeah. Um, I had another easy one. And when we speak easy, it wasn't like I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, see, Ben still had to drive out, put his sign there. So there's always work involved. Oh my involved. gosh, so much there's, work. There's I always, had to put my sign in the yard. And, and sometimes <laughs> the dirt is not wet. So you have to go yeah. and you have, to, yeah. you have to really press it. Um, so this deal, they wanted to sell. This was residential. They wanted to sell their house and buy a house. Okay. Listed their house on the market, got like eight contracts the first maybe two days. Uh -huh. And then the house that they fell in love with, they said, this is their dream. We want it. The first house we ever saw. Nice. That was they nice. won that. And we didn't yeah. have to go show 20, 30 houses. Yeah. I went on the sell side and on the buy side. They were extremely happy. We got them over ask on, on their sell. I would say that was easy. A couple hours of work, you yeah. know, managing and delegating that deal. Nice. Now, you spoke about something that I loved, which was in real estate, you never know what's around the corner. Uh -huh. Me personally, Ben, there is two, three weeks that would pass at times. There is nothing. You going like to on. know what's around the corner. I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But for two, three weeks, there's nothing going on. It's really slow. Mm -hmm. Like for some reason, my phone's not ringing. I'm not getting much movement. I'm, I'm just not feeling myself. Yeah. And I just... I just not, I just don't feel it kind of sure. somewhat depressed. Like what's going on yeah. um, for you? I know that you're, you know, if you're not getting business for, for even an hour, you're on the other side, you're posting, you're yeah. hustling, you're yeah, out and about, content, you're showing, yeah. you know what I mean? You're doing something yeah. um, for me in those two, three weeks, I really step behind the scenes and I just organize, tee things up, look back at my clientele, nice. see what I can do. Um, but this comes back to, you never know what's around the corner. Mm -hmm. Have you had, where you thought everything kind of broke down, all hell broke loose. You're like, dang, the, the deals aren't really going through. Um, business isn't as fast as I want it. You know, you're a workhorse. You want so yeah. much money to come in, so much deals to close. But around the corner, something big hit. Uh -huh. And you're just like, this is amazing. Dude, I just felt like the past two years, 2020 and 2021, I've just been on fire mm -hmm. like the entire time, which is okay. a huge blessing. But in 2019, yeah, did no, you there, know? it was definitely it was definitely slower. It was definitely slower for sure. Okay. And there's definitely times where I'm like, dang, like, why is no one like hit me up to yeah. like sell their home or yeah. why do not I not have a new buyer or anything? Yeah, it, it definitely happened. In 2019, uh -huh. when that happened to you, in 2020, came in hot for uh -huh. you. Um, was it like within a day span, a couple weeks span where it went from, you're doing all right, you're doing good, but 2020 hits and you're just hammering. It was literally, and this is so bad, but it was like when the pandemic first started, mm. just caught on fire, bro. Like, cause interest rates just dipped. Okay. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh my God, like I can afford to like buy a house now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause literally they were like, what, four to 5%? Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're and right. And they literally dip below like 3%. Yep. You know, I, I We've had done someone some get- 2.5s. Yeah, dude, I yeah, had yeah. someone get one for like 2.65. I was like, oh my gosh, like, nice. this is so crazy. Nice. Um, I heard someone got like a 2.2, someone I was talking to, I was like, <laughs> that's just insane. So that definitely like stimulated the business, you know Okay. I mean? um, okay. So, yeah, ever but since then, it's just been it's just fire, been, it's just man. It's just been hot. Fire. For me, what happened was a couple weeks back, Business was moving, but yeah. I wasn't really that aggressive with it. Uh -huh. I was just, you know, kind of just managing what I had in front of me. And 
I kid you not, a random phone call comes in and he's like, I need two houses. I need them to be in Frisco or I need them to be in Prosper. Okay. He goes, we're moving to Baylor, the Baylor hospital. Uh -huh. He goes, we're from Florida. Oh, wow. And he go, and I was like, what's your budget? That's like my, after a couple of questions, I ask you, what's yeah. your, like, what are you looking for? It's an important question. He's like, we want a 4,000 minimum square foot home uh -huh. and we would love it and actually need it to be like 0.8 acres or more. So almost like an acre plus. Sure. And I'm like, where are we going to find this? And you know, if prosper, you can find land and stuff like that. But I was like, what's the budget? You know, are you 500K, a million, 800K? Like I was kind of bouncing there. Hopefully it he was closer to a million. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, we live in Florida. Uh -huh. Whatever the price is, it's going to be cheaper than what we pay in Florida. Sure. Okay. That's literally what he said. So I was like, so what are you thinking? Like, what's your numbers? And he goes, we want two houses. Each one can be up to 3.5 mil. Ah, good clients. I was like. Oh, wait, each one can be up each to. Each oh, wow. one, seven nice. mil. Yeah. He then continues by by saying, he goes, and by the way, I'm sending you proof of funds from Wells Fargo very soon. We're buying it cash. We can't be stranded in a hotel when we come back from our trip that we're doing. Uh -huh. We want to close in 10 to 14 days. And my brother's landing tomorrow. He wants to see houses. Wow. I was like. That's a, that's a good client to have. I was like, God, I love you. Thank you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, basically, long story short, hammered it, looked for them and so forth. No opportunity. No opportunity. No like there opportunity. was just no inventory or no, what? Nothing that it had to be in the same neighborhood. Uh -huh. They had to be a house by very a house. Specific. Super specific. Now we're still looking, sure, but it didn't go as fast as the statement was, but it was still a blessing and kind of circling back to you never know what's around the corner. Yeah. Like a $7 million cumulative deal from a brother who's paying it cash. Like what? Yeah. Things that you just don't hear about, you know? You'll, so you'll make it happen though. Yeah. Hopefully it'll, that's it'll the, just take time. That's the press. And and he's like Frisco and Prosper. So I was like, we might want to say what's up to Ben over there. Yeah. That's yeah. your that's your that's yeah, your city. It's my neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. So so look at this. Twenty twenty two is coming in. We're excited for it. Everybody who's watching right now is hopefully also excited for it. And you know, we're doing real estate. Every single year real estate can change. And yeah. it's in cycles. Sometimes a seller's market, it's a buyer's market, it's just moderate, it's just floating around. Mm -hmm. Um when things get slow for you as a real estate agent, and I want you to speak generally. What does that mean? Like when think, when business Wait. isn't going as fast as you would like it to what, go. What does that mean? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And listen, yeah. I, know, I know you said 2020, 2021 have been, yeah. you know, fire. But <clears throat> if things were to get slow, mm -hmm. generally, if you weren't doing what you're doing right now, what kind of advice can we give to people who are watching? Like for me, if business got slow, I would do one, two, three. Mm -hmm. For you, what do you feel you would do more of if business started to get a little slower? Hmm. Well, obviously social media, I would just hammer out content. I would also reach out to past clients um, mm -hmm. and just kind of be like, hey, you know, if you know anyone who's looking to buy or sell, you know, I'd love to help them out the way I helped you out. So reaching out to them, a lot of people, they'll see you doing well and they'll kind of assume, they'll be like, he doesn't need the business. Like he's already doing fine. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's probably really important to remind people, hey, like, you know, if you have someone, I would love to help them. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe you send them like a $50 gift card or something like, hey, miss you. Hope you're still enjoying the home. You know, dinner's on me. I'm always taking referrals. Oh. Like if you have someone, I, yeah. So I think that would be really good. I um, love that. Yeah, yeah. Do you have like a marketing budget where you're like, I'm going to spend this much or it's just you do it as you do it? I just do it as I do it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like that. So you, you would say if business were to get 
a slower buy deal, for example, just something slower for you personally. You would hammer social media more. Mm. You would go reach out to past clients. Yeah, you would do gift cards. Let me. Can, can I? I can. I can open up to this podcast. Right? Sure. Is yeah. this like a sacred safe spot? Th- this is fine. Yeah. We'll... If if we say something, it doesn't go out. Yeah. Are you <laughs> good sure? Luck, good luck with that. But that's okay. <laughs> let's let's say what you want to say. Let me see if if I'm, you can you. I want you to yeah. judge me. Yeah. Not you guys. Yeah. Uh, y'all are, YouTube you is pretty. Me? I just want you to judge me. Okay. YouTube is pretty scary. Okay. So. I got a happy holidays email uh-huh. from another real estate agent okay. that I'm working a deal with uh-huh. who terminated the deal Okay. after I got, so I got the email, uh-huh. so they terminated it, then the email came the next day. Like w- the deal is done. The deal oh, is by dead. the way, happy holidays, the next day. She killed yeah. the deal, then the next day, she sends a mass email to all her clients, uh-huh. I guess she threw me on that mass email, yeah. and goes, happy holidays, a Starbucks on me. Uh-huh. So I'm like a Starbucks on you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> After you ruined you, my deal, you just killed the deal that I yeah. had. Let me go see how much is on this card. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so load up. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm not gonna bust a trip to Starbucks just sure. for the card, but right. I was actually gonna go to Starbucks before yeah. they close for the day. Yeah. So I go there, I get in line, and then I order my drink. Uh-huh. It was a uh, what do they call it? Uh, a chestnut praline. That's even right. I was never had that, but it's okay. So good. Yeah. Okay. And I got one of the, the holiday drinks. Literally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, oh my God, is it a holiday drink? That means I can't I get so. it after, after it's done. Yeah. I'll be depressed. Yes, yeah, so like stuck. I'll be stuck depressed. <laughs> so, anyways, I uh, finish the line. I then pay for my Starbucks app. Uh huh. And then I'm like, crap. She sent me one. Like, uh-huh. there's one out there. Let me test it. So I was yeah. like, refund me it. Uh-huh. Which I was that client at that moment. Yeah. Because I wanted to see. I was like, just it made really? it a big deal for the poor employee. I know. And yeah. they were so nice about it. And then I used it. And then they're like, it's good. Uh-huh. And then I was like, how much is left on it? And they're like, $53. Oh, my God. Which I don't know how they even told me that. I don't yeah. know. If, now, I'm not a bad human being. I'm trying to yeah. justify to myself, but you're going to judge me. So was it just like one giant... It was, card that it was anyone one, could one use? Uh, virtual uh, QR code card. Gotcha. You one just of those. scan it. Yeah. So like 53 bucks. I was going to my family's house. Uh-huh. And I'm like, she gave this card, happy holidays. Yeah. It's definitely a happy holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in my family yeah. gets coffee. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I bought eight drinks. Wow. And then I'm like, how much is left on the card? Uh, and then she's like, make 15, me want to drink mine. She's like 15 cents. And then I was like, so you cashed it out? Not on purpose. I just got my Bro, whole family. Bro, you cashed out. <laughs> you spent $53 at Starbucks? But listen, oh my it God. was for my family. Uh-huh. So I ended up taking all the drinks. <laughs> I hope this isn't bad, dude. To be you, honest, this is. Listen, it was a happy holidays uh, email. It was happy holidays, all right. And it was a definitely a happy. So I took the eight drinks, and my family was happy. Yeah. Am I a bad person? Would you consider that a bad person? You know, I would not have done that, but yeah. that's okay. Everyone is different. <laughs> I don't think you're a bad person, Krom. Yeah. Um, I wow, you just you maxed out the <laughs> gift card though. <laughs> Happy holidays, indeed. That's too funny. Yeah. Now I share that because uh, I'm honestly not embarrassed no, that, about it. I just funny. I think it's, it's funny. funny. Yeah, um, I didn't do it out of ill intentions. I was like, the money's there. Yeah, I was gonna get well, drinks. For, and for what it's worth, uh, the price of coffee has gone up substantially. <laughs> like, an iced coffee is like I don't, I don't even know. It, it's still cheap, but like regular coffees are like seven bucks now. Like that's it's, a lot of money. It's yeah. Unbelievable. So that I mean that adds up. That makes sense. That seven times eight or whatever it would would take. It was up it was literally fifty yeah. something dollars, and then uh-huh. I was like. What? Let me throw a blueberry muffin in there. Uh-huh. And, then and I said, muffin. double warm it up. Yeah. And, and, and I got it. So that was it. So uh, 
I thought that that, that was pretty funny. Yeah, but thank you funny. to that person who killed the deal, but then blessed me with Starbucks. She, she killed the deal and you killed her gift card. <laughs> so yeah. we're good? Yeah. Y'all are even now. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, here's something that's uh -huh. actually a, a question I personally get a lot. Uh -huh. And I want to see what you think. Yeah. I'm going to actually let you give the answer, okay. yes or no. Okay. And then I'm going to actually give the real answer because I actually the know The real it. answer? Okay. Like, I, like I, I'll explain it. You a don't sec. think I know? No, I think you know it, but I think that uh, it's going to be from my perspective. It'll be a little different. Does a commercial real estate agent make more money than a residential real estate agent? Depends. Let's say there's no depends. Would it be a yes or a no? Oh, actually, I would say if you want to no, know if, if there's no depends, I would probably say that a commercial agent probably makes more than a residential agent. Interesting. Why, why would you think that? because the scale of the deals are so mm. much bigger. Like you can sell a $15 million oh, building. You know what I mean? A $15 million dollar home isn't gonna be as common, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I feel like there are probably more successful residential agents than there are commercial agents. Just, I'm not saying that commercial aren't as successful. I just feel like, uh, like volume wise, like they're a lot okay. more. Yeah, does that make sense? It makes 100% yeah. sense. And, and yeah. I love how you nailed it. Yeah. That's why I said I wanted to see from your perspective. So sure. I won't, I won't cap. What? No, legit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very good. Yeah. So a, my, my simple and short answer is uh -huh. no, a commercial agent doesn't make more money. Okay, well. 100%, they well. do not. But what you said is right. Uh -huh because I'm gonna to go to this part two. Sure. A, a lazy commercial agent uh -huh. versus a hustling residential agent. Oh, the hustling one's gonna outrun them all day long. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether you're commercial or residential, it's, it's who's That's why hustling. I said it depends. Exactly, it's who's Initially. hustling. Yeah. Now what Ben said is he nailed it on the head where it's more common to get a $15 million apartment complex. It's more common for a client to call for a $7 million shopping center. Now, if you're in Cali, it might be common to get a two, three, four, five, six, seven million dollar house. But you know, we're in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. You have those, but they're not all over the place. They're not right. flooded, um, so it's not as common. But the answer for everyone who's watching, for those who want to get into commercial real estate because of the money, I know tons of residential agents making way more money than commercial real estate agents. Yeah. In fact, commercial real estate agents, majority of them, Saturday and Sunday, they don't work. I feel like the ones making real money in commercial, and this can go for residential too, but it's the people that have been in the business like for forever. Interesting. Commercial Interesting. Yeah. yeah. They're just so connected. Big relationships. And, yeah, and exactly. I got you. Commercial was all about connections. Yeah, you know it what is. I mean? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's really who, you know, you can get shopping centers that are like five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars in like the tougher areas. But commercial real estate, the money is in helping people lease up their buildings and then helping them sell it and then they relocate to buy it. Yeah. Um, so I get that question a lot, is commercial more than residential? But I know Ben, not kidding you, probably makes 99% more than any commercial agent that I personally know. Because it's not you're in commercial, you're gonna make a killing, it's you're hustling, you're gonna make a killing. Yeah. So that's really how it is at the end of the day. That's an interesting thing that a lot of people probably wanted to know that's for a that good aspect. Question. That's a, yeah, I like that one. Do you so. think that um, residential real estate is funner than commercial real estate? Yes, 100%, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Instant. Yeah, because commercial, it's just so, it's so blah, like it's an office building or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, residential, it's something new every single time. Commercial too, I guess, but like I residential, I don't know, it's just, it's fun to me. I hear you. So if you're specialized in commercial where you, uh, there's there's specialized office tower um, yeah. commercial and agents. And I feel like with commercial, you're working with more corporate people. 
You know yeah. what I mean? With uh, residential, it's like families and like just young yeah. people having a good time. Yeah. And yeah, no, I hear yeah, you. It's fun. Um, I, you know, I did residential and I still do it to a certain limit. Uh-huh. I liked commercial real estate because I love the aspect of meeting with Ben who uh-huh. wants to open up a business Sure. to then I help him open the business. I learn how much he made in his grand opening. I learn if he was successful within the year. And that's one person in a, a center of 10 that I have to help out. That's a good point. So I almost started to know the ins and outs. Like we helped the nail salon just open. Mm. And the grand opening, they made like $13,000. So uh, I love it because I learn what other people are doing. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Somebody has a nail salon, a donut shop. If they have a, a Little Caesars pizza restaurant, if they have, you, you know. Like, you like Little Caesars? I like it. It's not bad at all. Like to be honest, five bucks though, it's not bad. It's, it's bad. You think so? It's Some bad. people say it's like cardboard. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'll be but honest. That's okay, we can. No, no, I'll be yeah. honest with you. I think that it's very good for $5. Yeah. Well. I think it's a steal actually. Yeah. But good value. Uh, Little Caesars, I uh, helped him open multiple locations. He grosses about 25 to 35,000 a month. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. He nets about 10 to 16,000 a month net. That's pretty good. So, so per, they make, you know, six yeah, figures. Exactly. Per per with, location he has oh, is about wow. $200,000. Per oh. location he makes net. Wow. He has 18 locations. Wow. Yeah. His, Dude, um, a huge home, the the home I keep talking about in Colleyville, uh-huh. the original owner of it had a chain of uh, chicken expresses, wow. I, which I thought it just blew my mind. I was like, you can afford a $4 million home. The, again, this was the original owner. It wasn't my client. It was a seller of the property. But yeah, yeah. He, had, he had a chain of chicken expresses. Wow. So just cranking. You, you, so you didn't think that they were making that kind of number? Like well, those businesses would make that I, money? I... I mean, he probably has to own what, like 20, 30 of them. You know I what I mean? You. Like that's a lot. That's a lot to manage, but hey, like all power to him. Yeah. And yeah. whoever's watching this, if you know a little bit more than me on this, correct me. But I've had several meetings with high um, end franchisees who uh-huh. are in the business of uh, fast food chains. They say that McDonald's, Chick-fil-A and these big name franchises, they make about two to four million dollars in gross sales. Yeah. They net from their locations maybe two hundred to seven hundred thousand dollars, just depending. Yeah, dude, I had heard like, I like for some reason I didn't think there was much money to be made in franchises. Again, this is just what I heard, but yeah. like a subway owner, like mm-hmm. they they aren't making like any money. They're ma- literally making like thirty grand a year. That's what I heard. Wow. I, I don't know if that's still accurate, but yeah, uh, I wouldn't think it's not because I'm seeing subway shutting left and right really? in many areas. So you think it's yeah. just. That I think, particular franchise then? I think that that franchise was crushing it at a point. Uh-huh. I know currently there's franchises of Subway making 10, 15, 20 net a month. Uh-huh. So there are, it's just location to location, sure. just management. It's like a Quiznos Subs. You remember that? Yeah. They just it, went out of business. They're out. Yeah, which makes me sad. I actually like them better than Subway. What? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's hilarious. Yeah. There, there's Jason's Deli now, uh-huh. which people buy Sounds from. Okay. Yeah, there's people who buy from them. And then there's another one, I forgot the name. But that's why I love commercial real estate, Ben, mm-hmm. is because I learn these businesses, yeah. how people perform. Um, nail salon, like I helped them open. I helped open three in the last maybe four months. There's money to be made in and that. And guess what's funny? What's up? I do my nails with them. Nice. Now, I'm, that sounds kind of weird. Like I do my nails with them, but I don't. They literally told me because you helped us with the deal, uh-huh. you have one time to come for free. Nice. So I'm like, I'm going to take my wife yeah, and we're going to go for the grand go. opening. And I'm like, just beautify my nails and let her put whatever she wants to put on hers. Yeah. Um, Little Caesars, you know what he told me? What's up? Every week you get one free pizza. Oh, nice. Building yeah. those relationships, yeah, those good, you know? Good relationships. Donut shop, come in the morning, we'll give you donuts for free. Nice. I like that. So it's 
it's funny. It's like, I like that. It's not why I'm a commercial agent to get uh, free pizza and stuff, yeah. but I like the game like that. You know what the uh, the nails thing reminded me of? So, uh, something that I want to invest in. Dude, I want to invest in like a beauty company, like a makeup company. Like, really? There's so much money to be made in that. So much. Yeah. So I need to find like a girl who's like already in that and be like, <laughs> yeah. hey, can I help with like marketing and money? Yeah, dude. I, that's like a 2022 goal. Actually, I want to invest in a makeup company. I'm um, serious. Like the, so what money, you, man. What you said right now, I would not doubt that you're going to get messages from people who are yeah. watching this, yeah. who are already in that industry, cool. yeah. who, who are be like, hey ben, hey, ben, can I get 20 grand, babe? 50 grand? No, not babe. <laughs> ben, <laughs> 20, 50, 60 They'll say, grand. hey, babe, to me. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, just so you know, just throwing it out there on this podcast, uh-huh. me and Ben love entrepreneurial stuff. Yes. Like we love to invest in startups. We love to create our own startups. We um, like to build businesses and companies and whatever it is now, our experience to whatever it is that we invest in will be basically to what we know. But if you guys have any ideas or something that we believe in, and Ben wants to go in on it. I want to go on, go in on it. We would love to invest in that. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't. Mean, I wouldn't say you wouldn't want to, right? We both do real estate, but I f- I feel like at both of our cores, we're both entrepreneurs yeah. at, at heart. You know nice. what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree with real that. Real estate 100%. is just what we're focused on right now. For sure, for yeah. sure. So if you guys have anything or ideas or anything, just throw them in the comments, bounce them off. And you know what I was so scared to do? What's up? So I started a company called Branch when I was 18 years old, uh-huh. and then I went to a competition of like 30 people. We ended up winning in the top three. Then we ended up winning the top one, which the check's right there. So you were like number one? Number one. We okay. took $10,000. Yeah, nice. yeah. And then we got mentored in Tech Fort Worth, which is a startup uh, incubator here in Fort Worth. Okay. And I was so scared to share my idea with people. You thought they would take it or what? Bro, I was like, they're going to take it and get become billionaires uh-huh. from it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, that's, yeah, if you believe in your idea yeah, that much. And yeah. And I was, I was so scared. And then what I ended up learning is, 99.9% won't take action. Mm. No one's really going to take your idea. Mm. If they took it, then you didn't move quick enough. And as, as the Winklevoss twins. Except the Winklevoss twins. Um, and at the end of the day, the business after four, five, six months, it just hit a brick wall and we ended up calling it quits. Guess what branch was trying to do, which is the business I started. Can you take a wild guess or just let me say it? I'll just let you say it. Okay. The goal of the company was to wipe out real estate agents. And I'm ironically, my head. <laughs> ironically, I'm a I real estate like agent right now. There are so many companies <laughs> that have tried to do that. There will probably be one that will be successful, like way down the line, whether you it's so? that, whether it's between that company or the blockchain taking over. Um, I mean, someone will probably ben, come I up with Ben, I think we something. give way too much value though. Like not just us, but real estate we do. agents no, no, in general. No, I, I agree. I agree. That's why I say, I think it's going to be way down the line. It's going to have to be something so smart and uh, just so something so cutting edge that yeah. it just like destroys all of us. <laughs> but we'll, we'll be chilling on our yachts by then. Yeah. Like you and me will be good. <laughs> that, and yeah. everyone who's watching will be good too. Cause they're over here hustling and bustling Dang, with us. Bro. Check this, Ben. Uh-huh. We got some fire questions. Okay. This is why people should what? Follow us on on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yes. This is why you guys should follow us because we're like, ask us questions and we're going to pick a handful of them and then we're going to say them on the podcast and give you guys answers. The so, questions are great too. I, I love these. This is probably my favorite part of the podcast. Nice. You guys yeah. see how happy he gets from them. So guys, yeah. if you guys have questions, give us those. And if you're still here, please drop a comment and just say still here. Nice. That's yeah. all we want. Still and here. Still here. Yeah. And we'll know that you're still here and you're an OG who lasted. Nice. And if you're still here, hit the like button. We'd appreciate it. So here it is. This one's for you, Ben. I'm going to give you this one. Okay. Sam underscore meters says tips for first time home buyers in 2022. What do you think that you would give a tip for a first time home buyer in 2022? 
there's like, there's some tips, but the first thing that I would do is I'd kind of brief them on what the market is looking like. And what I mean by that is it's going to depend on price point, but if you're yeah. like 250 to like 500, it's like, hey, we're probably going to be bidding on multiple homes because a lot of these homes are going to have multiple offers on them. Okay. Some of them we're going to lose out on, but eventually we will get one. We will get one. So I would brief them on that. Um, you know, just things on how to strengthen offers, just certain terms that make your offer kind of stand out. Um, and then a really big tip that is working a lot right now is I have all of my clients write handwritten letters Ooh. that the seller can read. Okay. So that way, if you've got like two really similar offers, that will make you stand out. I you know love what I mean? that. It, it makes it more personal. I love that. So that's a tip. Um, let me, I mean, tell, let me tell you this. I'm sorry yeah. to cut you off, no, Ben, okay. but I, I love what you said. Yeah. Um, you are setting expectations. Absolutely. So important. Right. So important because then they can't be like, you know, we, we've tried offering on five homes and it hasn't worked. It must be the agent's fault. You know what I mean? And a lot of people think yeah. that I got messages from a lot of people um, this year that were like, you know, um, can you be my agent because it hasn't been working with this other agent? Most of the time, it's probably not even an agent problem. It's just the market. The market mm. is so crazy right now. And I feel bad yeah. for these other agents because the clients think that it's their fault. I mean, for some people, I'm sure it was the agent's fault. Yeah, yeah. But it's really the market. The market is so crazy. So, Dude, you yeah. nailed it. I love, how, I love how Ben just said that. This is something that gives, hopefully, everyone who's watching that yeah. is an agent or a home buyer. Um, some type of comfort and niceness. The home buyer to their agent, no. and the agent to realize it's not just them. Yeah, you know, no, um, like it. Here, here's a good scenario. It doesn't matter if you've been in the business for 25 years and you know everything under the sun. If there's another agent <laughs> who comes in and they've got a cash buyer from California, they're gonna win. Nice. It, it could be their first deal. You could have closed a thousand deals. Nice. But if their offer is better, if they've got a cash buyer, like they're gonna win. That's just that's that's how it goes. So. That's the name of the game. It's how strong can your offer be? Yeah, and how uh, crazy is that? No, no, you're right, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Setting expectations is everything. So you said that you would tell your client, listen, yeah. we may lose a couple, mm -hmm. but we'll get one. But we'll get one. Yeah, we'll get one. Just nice. stay patient. Uh -huh. And also, inventory is really low right now. I've been telling a lot of my clients. A lot of them are sitting on the sidelines. They have auto lists, so they're getting updated on uh, cool. the, new, the new listings and everything cool. each and every day. A lot of them are like, you know, there's nothing good. It's kind of like relax. Like as, as soon as the new year hits, like there's going to be um, a bunch of new listings and we'll get you something. So, cool. Yeah, it's kind of it. just massaging everything, making mm -hmm. sure everyone is it's calm and comfortable. I, I, I love that. Sam, hopefully you got a really solid answer. I'm not going to touch on that. That was golden from Ben where you're setting expectations, you're massaging them, letting them know that this is what you can expect this is how the outcomes will be but you got me ben as a hustler standing behind you i'm gonna make it work at the end of the day you know what all what else is important yeah a lot of people just want to be reminded that it's going to be okay like i feel like they just want reassurance nice so i always tell people like it's going to work out like what's meant to be will be and i truly believe that too yeah um and so yeah i think that's really important and, and, too. but you're not giving reassurance to them you're you're giving that and you're hustling behind that yeah. some people will keep reassuring but they're just being lazy as sure. an agent on the back end yeah but I, I always let clients know i'm like it's it's gonna work out we're gonna make it work and i feel like that always eases them they're like you nice. know what it is gonna work out nice so yeah that's important given that positivity i love that Damn, okay so we got that question out hopefully they enjoyed the answer now look at this we have the rustlin bay have you ever thought about any other careers, tech, et cetera? Like, if I'm looking at it from me personally, yeah, let's hear it. Have I ever thought of another career other than real estate? I don't think so. 
to be honest. Really? I always knew it'll be in real estate, but maybe it'll shift from residential real estate to commercial, to investing, to doing births, to doing developments. To, like it was real estate, real estate, real estate. Nice. Not, a, not a drastic shift. I personally am in love with a coding, developing apps, that type of stuff. I have zero knowledge in it, uh -huh. but I really enjoy the aspect of being nice. able to code something to life. Yeah. I know that's the future, the IT and the, the software engineering and all that stuff, but I never really thought of switching kind yeah. of to something else. Yeah. Even though I have the entrepreneurial style, I like to keep it within what I know, which is real estate. What about yourself? You're going to love my answer, bro. Really? Yeah, you're going to love this. Okay, I'm ready. I'm always going to be involved in real estate in some form of capacity. Like I always have my foot in real estate. Yeah. But this is what I've realized. Karam, if you want true financial freedom, you have to own something. Wow. Now I can open up a brokerage. I could do that. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily want to do that though. I don't want to be just like my entire life revolve around real estate. You know okay. what I mean? So I'm opening up this new business. Again, I'm not giving a lot of information because yeah. I want to, I want to, I want it to have a big bang. So nice. Um, and, and you guys are going to know about it just soon yeah, enough. Yeah. Soon literally enough. next month. Um, yeah. So what I realized is if you want to be truly financially free, you don't want to depend on anything or anyone, you have to like own something. You have mm -hmm. to invest in something or you have to own something. When I'm on vacation, like I can't just take vacation because my phone is still blowing up. Like okay. people like, so I'm not truly free. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I have to respond to these people because mm -hmm. if I don't respond to them, they'll call my broker and be like, blah, blah, like Ben's not responding to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not truly free. So I'm starting businesses. Like I said, I'm always going to have my foot in the door in real estate. But I'm slowly transitioning. You're slowly into, pushing slowly. like fishing poles. Exactly. In the, in yeah, the fishing pole. Yeah, I'm, I'm going I fishing. Love it. But I love um, it. yeah, I'm slowly starting these other businesses, and eventually, that's what I'm going to transition into. But that's like years down the line. Okay. But that's what I realized, man. Like, so you're talking ownership. Ownership, a hundred percent. Like, I want to own everything. And can it be ownership also within real estate? Like Ben can pull up and want to buy an apartment complex. Sure. Stuff like that. I'd like building uh, businesses though. You know Ooh, what I mean? Okay. So it okay. goes back to the entrepreneurial thing. Um, and I'll have some investment properties yeah, and stuff like yeah. that too, but I want to own businesses. You like that daily cash flow, the daily, I guess, um, pouring your vision on your team, on the people, exactly, running the, like seeing how things operate. Exactly. You know, I, I love that. And in me personally, there's a lot of days for everyone who's listening to this that I wished to own something that brought in money daily, mm -hmm. monthly, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. quarterly and yearly. Because as a real estate agent, I've had I've had months, three, four, five, six months, literally not make a commission. Mm -hmm. Where as a commercial agent specifically, when you close a lease, you typically get half up front, the rest of the other half when the business stores open. With some of my clients, I tell them I want none half up front give me all of it when business doors open to give them comfort that if they nice. bail within the months yeah. that they didn't pay no commissions or losses. Yeah. And till today, I have maybe seven months I've been waiting for someone to open their business and I haven't got paid on it. So yeah. there's days where, you know, how you're talking about owning businesses. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I really want to do that. And I know that I will. And I love your answer to what you said, you know, owning things because at the end of the day, you can always keep chasing clientele in real estate. Yeah. And you will always just keep chasing. Yeah. Well, the good thing is we're making really good money in real estate. So it's not like, oh my God, it's like I'm like stuck doing real estate. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, but it goes back to what I said, like the store that I'm opening this this coming year. Yeah. Um, I started it back in June. So like timing is everything. I'm not rushing it. Mm -hmm. I'm slowly doing everything that I need to do so that it will be perfect. 
Nice. Like I'm, I'm not going to screw this up. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be perfect. I love so, it. Me and Ben yeah. are working on also another side project. And I was like, Ben, we got to get it out by one, two, three day. Mm, and, yeah. and he was cool with that and all that. But as the day started to get closer, he kind of, uh, he kind of told me, he's like, Karam, we don't need to rush this. We need to just make sure it comes out right and right. perfect. Yeah. And it hit me for a minute. I'm like, why am I rushing it trying to get to the market quick when we really aren't that ready? And I think that's a very positive thing that too many people want to rush becoming an agent, rush getting their first deal, rush getting an investment property, rush, rush, rush. You got to do it right, man. Right. You Build the right. foundation and, and yeah. assess yourself and the rest will line up. So I love that. Um, the Ruslan Bay, very good question about the careers. Um, ben, that was a beautiful answer that you gave. I like that a lot. Thanks, man. Very nice. Yeah. We have, okay, this is another question. Moray23 says, how did you start posting content if you didn't have listings yet? I'm gonna let you take that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, so my first year, you know, when I first started doing social media and everything, I did all apartment tours, which is really easy. You just call up the complex, hey, can I stop by, tour some units, post it to my social media and uh, find some clients for it. They always say yes. Nice. So that's super easy. Um, if you don't wanna do apartment tours, tour your brokerage's listings if you don't have your own listings. If you want to tour anything else, you need to ask for permission. So oh. if it's another agent outside of your brokerage's listing, you need to ask them for permission to post it to your social media to record and post it. Um, and then you can also go to like new build communities and post theirs again. Ask for permission just so you're good on that end. Um, but yeah, you just ask. If you nice. don't, if you don't have your own stuff, do your brokerages or ask to post anyone else's. Yeah. Very nice. So I love that. That's the answer right there. Is yeah. um, ask inside your brokerages, yeah. apartment tours. Um, new builds. Is it hard to get new build tours, you think? or Not at all. No, there's yeah. unlimited content. You just literally, you just ask. Yeah, have, you, say yes. have you ever driven from here to here, oh. which was a, f a 30 minute to an hour and a half drive mm. just to get content? Yeah, yeah. I do that all Can the time. Can you just let them know that this content doesn't just fall on your lap? Yeah, no, I mean, you got to... You got to go out and drive and I'm you not, know, I'm put not, in the hours and yeah, the time. I'm yeah, not kidding sure. you. How many people may think that, but Ben's not getting this content sent to him. Like yeah, he's no, manually. I, I drive everywhere, yeah. Yeah, he's manually going out. And if he likes a listing or a, a, a property, he will literally yeah. go to that property the, the first day it's on the market yeah. because he's giving the value to everyone. You know, yeah. your, your tours, I literally sit through them and I open them uh -huh. and I'm like, this is going to be a relaxing two, three minutes for me yeah. today. And oh, I'll just wow. like, I'm glad you think. Yeah. That. And yeah. I'll just, I just breeze through it. I chill through it. And it's just a beautiful thing to see beautiful real estate. Yeah. It's inspiring. It's motivating. It's, it's the way you it's do nice. it. It's awesome. I'll get messages from, from some people that will be like, I normally just tap through one story, but mm -hmm. like when I see your house tour, like I actually watch it and nice. I'm like, that's like, that's, that's a good compliment. I yeah. believe that hundred percent. You do a great job with that. So Thank that's you. good. Um, that answered it for them. Okay. Look at this one. This one is gonna be a quick answer because I already know mine. Napier.Zach, if you had to choose one state to conduct real estate in for the rest of your life. Where at? Cali. Ooh. Yeah. So you at, my answer is Texas. Wait, oh, I thought I thought it was uh, out, like outside of Texas. If oh, oh, oh. No, so, so for, I, would, I would stay in Texas, but if it's okay. outside of Texas, I'd go to Cali. Oh, okay, so, yeah. so basically his question is, Oh, actually he did. If you had to choose one state to conduct, well, he didn't exclude Texas. From, sure. So let's say it's with it, we have the option for Texas. Uh -huh. Would you take I'm Texas? I'm in Texas. You yeah. would? Yeah, because our roots are so deep here. Interesting, yeah. But if so, we have to go outside of Texas, I'm going to Cali. So you would go to, is there a reason you think you'd go to Cali? You like the vibe there? I like the vibe there. I'm from there. Um, Cali yeah, boy. I, I feel, I feel Cali boy. <laughs> I, think I, I think I do really well there. Nice. Like, yeah. If it wasn't Cali, then it would be New York. 
No way. Yeah, I, I would crush either market for sure. Would you say what's up to Ryan Surratt? Of course, yeah. But now you, you're, you're. Would you join his brokerage? Yeah. Nice, well, dude. I, I love Ryan. Ryan's. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. What's up, Ryan? He's an inspiration. Ryan Surratt, what's up? If you're listening to this, I, I know he that you're. Finally, on yeah, he finally started his own brokerage. He started it in yeah. 2020, uh -huh. the midst of the pandemic, and it, I kid you it's not. Huge now. I kid. Yes, I kid yeah. you not. I was like, he is literally about to kill it. Oh, like I, do well. Yeah. I knew he was coming in at yeah, the time. Yeah, he's so smart and yeah, yeah. Dude, a lot of respect for his, him. His his video production is is insane. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna do one last question, and let's see this one. The underscore unfernando. What made you unfernando, Fernando? That's a good question that we have for <laughs> yeah, you. We, we've got a question. <laughs> we turned the tables. <laughs> we got Fernando. We got a question for you. <laughs> Comment your answer yeah. below. But in, but anyways, he goes, why should I do commercial real estate rather than residential as a beginner agent? The answer is you should not do commercial rather than residential and you should not do residential rather than commercial. Do what you like to do. Mm. Like, That's good. like you, you don't get into a industry because you think you should be in that industry. You get into an industry because you like that industry. So if I started right now in hindsight, I would go all in commercial. You starting right now, you might say, I want to do, I see a lot of people tell me they want to do commercial. And I'm like, why? They go, there's more money. Yeah. That's not the, that's, that's probably not, like 90%. Yeah. That's not the case. Yeah. Like it's not, there's not more money in it. Like we, we spoke earlier. So the underscore unfernando, you know, you can start in anything. What do you think of that? Like start do, residential, commercial? No, you had the perfect answer. Do with what you're feeling. Like, nice. What do you think you're going to do better? Okay. At? Yeah. Did you know from the, did you even cross your mind, by the way, when you started real estate? And I know right now you do commercial leases, you'll do commercial sales, buys, all that, but you know, there's always like a core. Mm -hmm. Did you know in the beginning that you wanted to go into residential or did you have in the back of your head, I might want to do commercial? No, I kind of always knew I wanted to do residential. Okay. I don't know why. Just Sometimes know. you just feel it's your, yeah, it's your it's, thing. It's what I was feeling, yeah. man. Yeah. Okay, I lied. There's one last question that okay. I think is good. Kyle underscore Lancaster. What are both of y'all's real estate investing goals? 2022 question mark next five years. Now he's saying real estate investing goals. Uh -huh. You made a post on Twitter uh -huh. and you screamed it to the world. Something about a couple something acres. Uh -huh. Do you still feel that that's an actual goal you really want to hammer where you oh, want to get? I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah I want to, I want to buy some land. I'm going to buy some land next year for sure. Nice. So that's yeah. kind of still something on the top Yeah. because you know, you buying land, you investing in, uh, you said your business that you're going to be opening. You also doing investments on the side. It's going to be a lot at one time, but you feel like you're going to make it happen. Yeah. Multiple streams, baby. Yeah. But <laughs> no, I think land is such a good investment just because of all the, uh, the growth and the development going on in yeah. the area. Like, uh, are you familiar with Roy city? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. More yeah. East. Like, dude, if I bought land there, like even just two, three years ago, I probably could have doubled. Wow. Like that area is blowing up right now. Huh. Little Elm, I know also is exploding. Yeah. Uh, but that one, you probably had to get in like 10 years ago. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah. Anything up North is exploding. It's crazy. We're seeing it going up to Sherman to, um, yeah, Dennis they'll keep Gunter. building till they hit Oklahoma. You yeah, think Gunter's so? on fire. Gunter would have been another good one two, three years ago. Um, yeah, that's man. crazy. Yeah, so land for sure. Um, I was actually looking at an investment property recently. Nice. It was um, it was a little bit in a rougher area though. It mm -hmm. was a home. I guess they um, tore down like the actual structure. The slab was still there. Okay. And they built something new on top of it. It didn't have a garage though. Uh -huh. It was like a modern home. Um, 
back and it was kind of in a rougher area it was a it was a good price it was like 289 dude like really modern home yeah nice. um like 1500 square feet no garage i didn't really like the street it was off of a really busy street oh so you pretty you kind of went deep so you like google mapped it yeah you looked no into i, it all I was i was looking into it definitely um nice yeah i kind of just didn't make sense yeah yeah, yeah. It, it could have been a good one but I don't know. Something kind of pushed my, me against it. You know, my thing to to bounce on to Ben and then to everybody is everything is about the numbers in real estate. Yeah. Like you look at the number, you're like 289. It's going to rent this much. These are my expenses. Um, cash on cash this much. It doesn't make sense. I'm not that motivated for it. Yeah. Um, in this market right now, I sold a property that was an investment property and the buyers literally were making a five cap, 5% on their money. And like, I'm like, why are they even buying properties this low? Yeah. Like it makes no sense, but mm. some people are hit the home run, they hit the lotto, they're trying yeah. to write off taxes, they're just trying to park money, it's it's wild yeah. out there. So I'm, I'm definitely looking for opportunity. Um, and if the right thing comes along, I'll, I'll do it. But nice. right now, I'm, yeah, I'm focused on my store and a couple other things. But yeah, if I, I see love the right thing, then yeah, I'll, I'll snatch it up. Nice. Yeah. I hope that answered the answer for you, Kyle. Oh, let me throw in what, I, what, what my plan is yeah. for investing in real estate. My you like plan, land too? I love land. There you go. Yeah, I, I really love land. Uh, my 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 game in real estate, I'm going to say it out to the world. Uh-huh. Since I was 12, I was flipping phones. Since I was 15, I was flipping cars. Since yeah. 18, flipping houses. Uh-huh. I'm a flipper. Yeah. And people say, hold your real estate. Yeah. I can't. When I see two, three, four, 500 grand profit uh-huh. that I can make in six months, two months, sure. I can't hold it. Yeah. It just... I'm quick, like, I'll move the money, money, keep moving the money. Yeah. Ben Mahler, worth a quarter billion dollars. He's a flipper. He flips hotels. He flips mansions, anything he can get his hands on. Nice. So my goal is to find value at properties, which is a beat down 30, 40% shopping center that's 60% vacant, beautify it, put tenants in it, fill it, refinance it, or flip it and nice. just get out of it. Apartment complex, same concept. Um, office tower, same concept. Uh, Manny Koshbin, or they say Hoshbin. Is that the guy that has all the cars? The, the Pagani. Yeah. And he's, his, yeah. he, he's killing it. He bought one building in Houston four times. He's on his fourth time. It's an office tower, maybe 10, 20 something stories mm. high. He profited the first time three million, second time five million, third time. I think he's saying he's about to make six million. The numbers go the watch. The building it. that just keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. Keep, and he goes, every back, time yeah. he bought it was when the market was dipping. Oh and he God. goes, a pandemic hit. It's in the same issue. Wow. He goes, I'm going to paint it. I'm going to put management. I'm going to do it right. Two, three years, market picks back up for That's after awesome. the pandemic. I'm going to make six mil. That's awesome. It's value add. That's the name of the game. And there's yeah. so much tax benefits to that. So. Kyle underscore Lancaster. By the way, in Lancaster, I have a listing there, a 39,000 square foot shopping center that they paid for it, $500,000. Okay. It's sitting on five acres. Oh, wow. It's worth $3 million. Once they finish, they'll, when, pro- they'll when, probably only going to invest a million. So a million and a half, they'll double. When did they acquire it? About six months ago. Nice. So literally they Still bought it. market. Yeah. yeah, he bought it. And he's like, put the four lease. Let's get tenants in it. Nice, man. Yeah, it's, it's, awesome. it's the name of the game. Yeah. All right, guys, Ben, 2020, 20, no, 2022. 2022. Yeah. Oh, but when I was uh, in 2012-13, I might have shared this already. Uh-huh. I couldn't believe 2013 or 2014 was going to come. Yeah, it just seemed like such Looking a Looking at your glasses number. right now, 2022. It's crazy, man. It's going to be such a great year, though. I'm I, so stoked. Bro. Yeah, I'm I love so I love the energy that you have for it, specifically that year. You've been telling me you're going to pound it and you're yeah. going to... You're going to crush it, and that's what's going to happen, and that vibe rubs off on me, and we go in it strong. Yeah, man. Um, ben, you got anything that you want to tell the audience who's watching, anything you want to leave them off with um, before we, the podcast? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, by the time they watch this, it's already going to be the new year. Mm-hmm. 
just hit it strong, man. Hit it strong. You can literally change your entire life in a year. You know what I mean? You can literally change your entire life in a year. My first year, I made 13 grand. Yeah. The second year, I made 130 grand. Yep. I went hard during that span. I 10x my money. Like, that's it's crazy. Un- unbelievable. That's crazy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you. I mean, just go super hard in 2022. You can literally change your entire life this year. Yeah. And keep in mind, guys, for those who are like, what about the third year, the fourth year, the fifth year? Yeah. He's crushing it. Yeah. He's just letting you guys know how the spin and the jump can be. He's crushing it, and there's no need to even uh, into the depth of it, but I just yeah. want them to know. Um, I'll, so I'll talk about it soon. Soon yeah. enough? Yeah, we'll talk about it soon. If, if, you, if you think about it, he's saying he's going to hammer 100 deals plus in 2022. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Even if it's $100,000 homes, it's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Um, anyways, guys, that's what we have for you. Happy New Year's. Happy 2022 from me, Karam, and from Ben. Yes. We honestly love you guys. We, we appreciate do. you guys. And you know, we get motivated. Ben drives about an hour to make this happen. Like he doesn't, this isn't something where it's just in the lap. Yeah. He drives, we spend effort, we spend time. Sometimes the audio is not working. Sometimes the mics are tripping up. Oh. Sometimes the we hear like the sh- sounds. Okay, yeah, the, the static. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. And it's so much stress behind the scenes, but we do it because we love you guys. We want y'all happy. We want to give you guys value. And we want to kind of give back to what it is that we feel gave us. And, you know, when I speak, Ben, I, I, think, I think real estate has given me the life that, that I don't think any other industry would have given me. Yeah, man. Well, and even just doing this podcast, like it's so fun. Yeah. Like I love it. I enjoy it so That's much. Awesome. I, I look forward to it every week. So That's I'm awesome glad that, to hear. you know, we've started this up yeah. and we're going to keep growing it. So. I'm excited for it, guys. Yeah. 2022, let's throw this out there, Ben. Yeah. What do you think uh-huh. a guess would be how many subscribers we have? And let's be conservative. By the end of the year? By the end of 2022. Ooh. We'll look back at this video. I'm going to be conservative, to be honest. You want to go first? I do. But don't change your answer. Tell me, do you have your answer? I'm still thinking, honestly. Okay. I think that by 2022, us going hard every single week, I would be beyond happy to see 50,000 subscribers. 50, well. Like, I would be like, wow. The I love. think we can definitely do that. I was honestly thinking a, a little bit less. I was thinking maybe like 25. Oh, nice. So you were but, conservative. Yeah. But okay. I, I think 50 is definitely doable, dude. I think that 50 we can hit. And if, if one hits hard and, and everybody who's watching shares and shares and shares, it'll snowball. And yeah. and we hope that the value we give you allows you to press that share button because yeah. I know it's a lot of work on your finger, you know, pressing that share button. It's a lot of workout movements. Yeah. We're <laughs> so, just kidding. Yeah, just like the button, subscribe, share, do Like, do subscribe, all that stuff, share, yeah. and share the love, guys. Whatever you felt like you enjoyed and you learned from, share it with that other realtor friend. Share that with that other investor. Share that with the other family member. Spread the love. Today I was in Chipotle, Ben. I paid for the guy behind me. Nice. Okay. And it was like a $9 bowl. So I leave to get my uh, water. And then I see him around the corner. He's paying. And I go back. person behind him? No, he was was paying. So I go back and I'm like, um, I tell him the cash register. I'm like, why is he paying again? He goes, no, 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 bro. I'm paying for the guy behind me. I'm paying it forward. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. I really That's loved awesome. it. The third guy, he dipped. He's yeah, he like, <laughs> free meal, man. <laughs> He's like, I'm out. Today's my lucky day. <laughs> Yeah. So sometimes it passes forward and they keep passing and passing. And that's what we're trying to do. All right, guys. Any questions, anything you guys need, drop it down in the comment. And for right now, happy 2022, New Year's. 2022 is kind of hard to say, but happy New Year's to everybody. 2022. 2022. Yeah. Much love, everybody. And for right now, me and Ben, we're both out. Peace. Peace out. Podcast number five, baby. Boom. Good job.